This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Happy Thursday and welcome into Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Chuck Ronswell, the publisher at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and a food of on three. Hey, buddy. What's happening, my friend? Oh, uh, you know what's happening. You know what's going on. You're <laughs> dealing with it, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a daily thing, and you hear something different every day. You know, Lane's going. Lane's not going. Uh, this much money, that much money. We're going to counter. We hadn't countered. You know, it's, you don't know what to make of any of it right now. I do feel pretty confident that Ole Miss will be offered the opportunity to counter if an offer does come from Auburn. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's already here, so why why wouldn't he listen to any counter counter offer? That would be kind of stupid, in my opinion, if he wouldn't. Um, you know, and I don't I'm not I don't think this is gonna be a money thing. I think it's gonna be an NIL thing when all's said and done. Oh, we've been saying that too. We've been saying that that was the biggest hangup is NIL. And then you have Chris Lowe coming out on ESPN um, saying that the overriding reason Lane would leave for Auburn is the hefty NIL fund Auburn has built, which has always been a concern because Ole Miss has done better because it started from essentially nothing to build up to what, 4,000 subs or 4,000 members of the Grove Collective, but it has to be more. Oh, Absolutely. But the the bottom line is what's the figure and the figure I've been told and, and uh, you know, I, I don't want my feet held to the fire on this because it's not coming from a great source, but it's a decent source is that Lane is asked for somewhere between five and seven million annually in the NIL fund. And um, we're not there yet. I don't know the amount of where we are, but we're not there and it's got to happen. You know I mean? It's, this is the future of Ole Miss football. Even if Lane leaves, we've got to do NIL, man. I mean, it's just it's just the way it is, like it or not. It's 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 just a necessity. Where did it start? Because you've been on the ground floor and throughout every step of the process and how Ole Miss has built up its NIL efforts. Where did it start and where has it come? I mean, if you had to kind of grade it or assess it on the whole. Well, it just started with uh, me and William Liston. William Liston started the Grove Collective down in Jackson with several pretty big hitters, giving him some money and uh, doing a great job developing a website and trying to get more people involved. But And then I started a small NIL fund based on my connections of 40 years with the Ole Miss Spirit. And fortunately enough, people trusted me that uh, – they gave me enough money to write 18 contracts this year. Uh, they're smaller than most of the ones that, that William was writing out of Jackson, but 
finally, the university is getting behind NIL efforts, uh, and they were cautious because they didn't understand or have a right interpretation of the rules of how much participation they could have. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame, blame Ole Miss for that. I blame the NCAA and just the lack of rules and regulation for it to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. And I, there was just no clear interpretation. Once Keith Carter got the clear interpretation and Lane uh, kind of nudged him saying, look, uh, we need to ditch that $300 million stadium expansion or renovation and uh, go with NIL, put our efforts in the NIL fund. Then Keith got on board and, you know, the Lane handpicked Walker Jones to to basically run the New Grove Collective and they're upgrading the website, they're hiring people, they're putting in marketing plans, getting trying to get corporate sponsors, but it's not going to happen overnight. And uh, despite all the warnings or, or um, whatever you want to call it that William and I gave the fan base, or at least the fan base we had access to uh, for months, almost a year, um, it's just been a slow response, and it's, it's got to pick up. So you're saying that effectively all of that uh, concern and y'all kind of blowing the horn about, hey, guys, this matters. This is the biggest thing. This is the only thing, essentially, in college football. It's, it's finally coming to a head now in a lot of ways. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look at, look at what's out there as far as speculation. It's not about Lane's money. It's not about assistant coaches' money. Uh, it's not about facilities. It's about NIL. So how much more important could it be as far as Lane's stability of staying here at Ole Miss or going to Auburn? Uh, but I will say this. I talked to a really, really good source at Auburn today, and he, he gave me two or three things that I, I trust. One, that there's been no offer tended to anyone, including Lane. Uh, two, that Cohen is doing an awful lot of vetting of several people, uh, and I think we mentioned those, uh, Lane being one of them, Matt Rule, Hugh Freeze, um, uh, who was the fourth one? I've heard Dave Clawson <laughs> is one of them. Yeah, I think, I, I think that's it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just, just go from there. Um, I just, I, I just, he, he also said, that if he had to pick a front runner, if you put his feet to the fire, he would say Lane is the is the top choice of the fans for sure. He's not sure where Cohen stands, but uh, he said even even with saying that, he said that Lane was probably less than fifty percent chance of getting the job. Um, and that's even if he wants it. We don't even know. You know, we don't know what Lane wants right now. I mean, we do know he wants NIL money. Uh, we do know that I guess Auburn thinks they could stack it higher than we can, but I don't know that they can anymore. Well, when Chris Lowe says something, I listen because Chris Lowe and Lane Kiffin are tight. And I've talked to Chris, and I'm, I'm sure you've reached out. I mean, Chris is a great guy. Uh, but when it comes to matters of Lane Kiffin, um, he's one of the most trusted guys in that regard. So if he's talking about this, this feels very much – when you put out a, a comment like that very publicly on social media – that just sounds like words coming out of Lane Kiffin's mouth. It's like, hey, Chris, say this is what I want. You know, that's what it felt like. I'm not saying that's what happened, but certainly that's what it read like. Because that was very, I don't know, it was it was a different kind of uh, setup as far as putting that stuff out there. I mean, that that's felt like a 
PR release in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? It's like, I love Ole Miss, but hey, guys, we need NIL money. Yeah, and I, but I think that message was clear. Oh, yeah. has been clear. I, and I don't know what, what it's going to take for Ole Miss fans to act. You know, it's just it's, it's oh. just not, you know, uh, getting the reaction that I had hoped. And, and they've come a long way now. They've got over 4,000 members. And it's it's coming, but I, I really thought that uh, sounds like an outreach be, problem, though. Do what now? This sounds a little bit like an outreach problem, though. You know, Ben, that that sounds like an excuse to me. If people don't know about the Grove Collective by now, caring people, the people that were at the games, I mean, word of mouth. Uh, you know, you can blame marketing, you can blame whatever you want to, but people know about the Grove Collective. It's just time to act. Yeah. The university, uh, I was speaking more about the university outreach aspect of it. I don't know what else well, they can do. I don't know what they can do. What role can the university officially play? Well, they can allow the Grove Collective to, uh, you know, advertise. They can go out and uh, be in meetings, be involved in meetings with pe- potential donors, uh, a few things like that. I mean, it, it's not a hundred percent what they can, they can't organize it, you know, but they can endorse it. So that's, that's important. Well, that's the interesting thing about it because like for the first time, I think ever Ole Miss athletics on Twitter, it's Twitter account, official Twitter account said, Hey, sign up for the Grove collective. We need you now more than ever. And that's not coincidental at all, but it's the first time I've seen it. It goes back to what I said earlier. It took a while to get the university on board because they weren't sure what they could do legally. And like you said, that was uh, bad messaging between the NCAA and the universities. Um, but now they're on board, and I expect to see bigger and better things if the Ole Miss people will act. And I'm not trying to point my fingers at the at the masses of old miss people but i don't think they understand the urgency still and i i don't know what to do to get that point across i don't know either other than to say hey guys this is what it is uh, Ole miss could have been more proactive i guess than reactive but that feels like that's been an old miss problem forever yeah but i mean you, you got to understand that i think they had to wait for the legal interpretations of what they could and couldn't do. I don't, I don't fault them for that. How far can Ole Miss go? How high can it go for year to year salary? Cause I've heard North of 10, but not that far North of 10. So it's like if Auburn came in and said, here's 12, 13, $14 million a year, Ole Miss can't match that. But if it's 10, maybe 11, that's as high as I've heard. What have you heard? Well, first of all, first of all, Auburn's not going to make him the highest paid coach in America. And that was what, <laughs> That would be twelve, thirteen, fourteen range. I know. Um, that, that's not going to happen. They're not going to do that for anybody. I don't believe. Um, Maybe they're that motivated and desperate, but I kind of agree there. Ten million a year, eleven million a year. The, you know the figures you're hearing tossed around, but nobody really knows. But um, I feel certain if Ole Miss wanted to, they can they can match that. I mean, we get the same SEC money they do, and uh, you know, <laughs> we've got some well-heeled supporters as well. So uh, I, I'm not scared by their money. I'm, the only thing I'm scared about is the NIL. Yep. And we, we've got we've to fix it. Well, it feels like positive steps have been taken, but it's just 
if Ole Miss, or I'm talking about the community, not just Ole Miss officially or the Grove Collective, William, anybody. It's everybody's Ole Miss. If Ole Miss collectively could have been a little bit more proactive, maybe you're not in this spot necessarily to where this is the one and only issue. And now there's some expediency to it that there wasn't beforehand because you've kind of gotten to where the rubber is meeting the road. Yeah, yeah. But but it's like I said earlier, though, too, Ben, uh, this is urgent whether Lane stays or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, the next guy, if let's just say Lane leaves, which I don't think he is, uh, and I hope he doesn't, but let's say he does. Well, the next guy's got to have a war chest, too. I mean, this this is this is about as important as anything that's happened around here football-wise, whether you agree with it or not. Yeah, that you doesn't know, matter. That's inconsequential. We, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We, we've got to we've got to make it work to uh, you know gain our spot in the upper echelon of the SEC. And historically, we hadn't been there in the last forty or fifty years. Um, every once in a while, we'd hit hit a high spot, but not consistently. And the only way we're going to do it consistently until. There are some regulations on NIL, which people say, well, there, you know, I'm not going to act yet because there's going to be regulations. Well, that's dumb. That's just plain dumb. You got to, you got to act and work with what you have right now. And if the regulations don't change, then where are you? I mean, if you don't act now, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm frustrated. I think you can tell that in my voice that, uh, it, it's a frustrating thing to me because I know Ole Miss people are better than this. Well, because you've been on the front line, too, of the entire effort since it started, right? So, like, you've been beating that drum saying, guys, listen, this is what you got to do. This is what we got to do. And uh, for that yeah. to be the, yeah. the biggest threat to Ole Miss losing the most successful head coach in modern history, I mean, that would be frustrating if I was in your spot. <laughs> I would be frustrated, yeah. too. This is what you've been trying to yeah. do. This is what you've been trying to build. I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and everybody loves what's happening. Well, gosh, you want to lose it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's just, you know, it's, it'd be so easy to keep it up because you're talking about getting 10, 15,000 people to give $250 a year for something they love. Yeah, that doesn't seem people unreasonable spend, at all. Pe- people spend $250 to take their wife out to eat. Drink two bottles of wine and a, and two steaks. It's two hundred fifty dollars these days, you know. And some of them don't even love their wives. They just oh, do it. oh, Chuck. Oh, God. <laughs> you just had to slip a Chuckism in there, you know. Oh, it. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. 
BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC. Code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. 0186 and tell them that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. When you think about how much Ole Miss people love Ole Miss and you're seeing a lot of, well, if this happens, if Lane leaves, I'm out. Well, that's the complete wrong response. This should be the greatest motivating uh, or motivator ever, right? I mean, this shouldn't be Oh, I'm done. We can never compete. No, you can compete. Now you've been given the blueprint to how you can compete. It's about Ole Miss fans stepping up and, you know, getting the word out there. If you're someone that's listening to this and you're a member of message boards and um, everything, you know, Ole Miss online that's out there, and you know some people that don't know about the Grove Collective that love Ole Miss, that go to every game on Saturday, this would be the time to reach out to them. Because 250 a year does not sound, you know, a lot at all. 
for something that you it's truly love. That's such an twenty one dollars a month. Yeah, twenty one dollars a month. Yeah, that's so know? ingrained in who you are, right? Like a lot of what Ole Miss fans, who, what makes them who they are, what what um, what they identify with, has to do with Ole Miss is associated with Ole Miss. So for something that is so ingrained and ingratiated in what you do and who you are, twenty one dollars a month is not a lot. That's nothing at all. Well, and and here's the thing now, and I understand. Some I've heard this argument. Uh, well, we already pay so much for tickets and parking and CGA and that is fair. You know, and 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 that's a fair statement. But you know, most of us can still, if we can afford tickets and CGA and parking passes, we can afford another two hundred fifty dollars. Maybe the Grove Collective could do something like, all right, if you sign up for the Grove Collective at a tier of fifty dollars a month or a hundred dollars a month, we'll throw in a parking pass. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, I think things I think things like that are coming, uh, Ben. I think I think there might be uh, a possibility of on a season ticket package having a a box to check. Uh, you know, if you if you give X amount of dollars, uh, this will be applied towards your point system for for priority seating and all that stuff. Uh, that's that's the participation from the university that I'm in that I'm excited about and anticipating, but it's not going to happen overnight. I mean, until then, word of mouth, websites, Twitter, whatever, we've got to get it going uh, in order to build this fund large enough that Lane Kiffin's going to look at it and say, okay, I'm happy. Let's, let's roll. Yeah. That's the hangup then, isn't it? That Auburn allegedly has all of this already in place where Ole Miss is still building. That's kind of where the crux of this starts. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's no question. They, they've got it already established. They were ahead of the curve. Uh, my source over there tells me they have $10 million in the bank. But now that's not just for football. That's for every sport. And I guarantee you Bruce Pearl is getting his share of that and also with the men's basketball because they care about men's basketball over there. And you can bet that John Cohen, a baseball guy, is going to try to build the Auburn baseball program, and the best way to do that is through NIL. So I, I don't think they've got $10 million for football. I think if we got $5 million for football, we'd be competitive with Auburn or, or just about anybody else. I mean, you, you, you've heard all these horror stories about Texas A&M and their $30 million and all that stuff. I don't know if I believe all that. I mean, and what's it gotten them? They're 3-7, and seven, you know. They've got a, a a crummy coach, and obviously they can't evaluate talent. Um, you know, at least with Lane, we know he's a good evaluator of talent. He can coach them up. Um, you know, they may not be five stars, but they're they're good enough to win what ten games last year and got a shot at ten this year. So, or eleven if you count the bowl game. So, you know, <laughs> we're doing something right over here. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point too. It's uh, if you look at Ole Miss and, and its competitiveness, and you talked about the war chest that the next guy would need if would need if Lane did leave. Here's the thing, um, it's the perfect marriage of coach and school with Lane and Ole Miss. And if you can get the NIL to a competitive place like an Auburn or whoever it might be, uh, that's the ideal scenario. Lane staying at Ole Miss because look at Jimbo, look at Texas A&M. If it's a bad fit or if it's a bad coach, it doesn't matter what the war chest is. Um, they're still going to lose, right? I mean, this is just the equalizer. This is just what keeps you 
on equal footing as all the other top 15 teams that are trying to win a national championship. And when this playoff expands to 12 teams, Ole Miss, for example, this year would be in that 12-team playoff. So if you like where things are, the only answer then is to give to the Grove Collective. But because there's no guarantee the next guy, even with the huge war chest, will do what Lane is doing. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course it makes sense. Um, But we know one thing for sure. The next guy is certainly not going to succeed without a without a war chest. It's it's it, yeah, that's a four year and out deal if we don't have a war chest for whoever's there, Lane, whoever. It's it's got to have it. It's just got to. And there's there's no ifs ands and buts. It's it's just a hundred percent. Well, I was doing a um, Q and A on the Ole Miss Spirit Spirit dot com message board, and a lot of it was about this Lane stuff and. Someone asked me about Keith and his engagement with Lane or his representation because that's what's happening. It's not like Lane is having direct conversations with you know uh, Keith or Auburn, whoever it might be. It's all representation in Jimmy Sexton. And I had a few people say, "Well, Keith needs to be more proactive." I don't think that's fair because from everything I'm gathering, I'm curious what you've been hearing too. Keith has been very proactive, very aware of the threat, and has been engaging and kind of feeling out the whole process. Has not been in any way surprised by any developments with this so far. It, there was always an expectation, at least from him, that Auburn would make a real move for him. What have you heard in that way about Keith's engagement and being proactive and those kind of things? Well, listen, we've been we've all been doing this a long time, and we know how Jimmy Sexton operates. I guarantee you, you can put out there that Lane hadn't had any contact with Auburn, but I guarantee you Jimmy Sexton has. And I guarantee you Jimmy Sexton's had strong talks with Keith, and Keith is listening. I mean, so you can call it proactive, inactive. You can call it whatever you want to. <laughs> but trust me, Jimmy Sexton has had contact with both Auburn and Ole Miss, and both parties are listening. If the worst-case scenario happened, which is Lane Kiffin leaving and going to Auburn, who is the godfather Chuck Ronzival's perfect candidate to hire at Ole Miss? <laughs> I don't need, I, I'm not going to go there because I have no idea, plus I'm going to do everything I can in my power, which isn't very much, uh, to help keep Lane Kiffin here, uh, promote him, whatever, beg people for Grove, uh, Grove Collective participation. Uh, hell, I'm even going to join the Grove Collective myself. I haven't yet because I don't have some leftover money from the Spirit NIL. I was talking to Walker Jones the other day that, once uh, we do these last payment of the 18 contracts I've got in December 1st, they're going to pick up those contracts, and I'm going to have a little bit of money left over that I'm going to give to the Grove Collective. Uh, and, you know, that's going to help some, but it's it's just a drop in the bucket. Oh, know, I wasn't asking five. you to list names about coaches that you would pursue. I'm asking you what does Ole Miss need if it did get to that point that Lane Kiffin wasn't here anymore? Well, I think we've been spoiled a little bit by having somebody that's pretty charismatic in social media and keeping our name out front. I think we've been spoiled in having a guy that knows the game of football. I mean, I I don't know of a a lot of guys that are better in-game coaches than Lane Kiffin. Sure, he's made mistakes, but they all make mistakes. Nick Saban made mistakes. Uh, He's the best there is. Um, But you know, I think I think we've got a, a good bird in the hand, and we got to do what we got to do to keep him. Uh, but at the same time, 
somebody there's somebody out there that's got some charisma and got plenty of football knowledge and old miss is not going to stop if lane kiffin leaves okay uh and and old miss can be successful if lane kiffin leaves that's just not what anybody wants all right he's chuck ronswell let me ask you this all right if you had to put your money down on the uh, outcome here what would you put your money on i think lane stays I think we're going to rise to the occasion both in his salary and I think the NIL is going to be enough to satisfy him. Uh, He knows it's a quagmire over there. He's going in to do a fixer-upper, and he's already fixed this place. Um, Things look good for the future. The recruiting's been good. Um, You know, they they have a good, solid staff that knows how to evaluate talent, knows how to coach it up. I, I just I just don't see him going to a situation like Auburn um, at this time. I really don't. But he could. He could. Really could. Oh, yeah. Listen, they're all mercenaries. If Auburn stacks the money high enough and makes him the highest-paid coach in America, uh, certainly. But if, if we're competitive salary-wise, competitive NIL-wise, he's not going anywhere. We all signed up for this. We knew it was coming when Ole Miss hired Lane Kiffin, and it's been every offseason or every in-season into the offseason of Lane Kiffin and going somewhere else speculation. But you knew that. That was part of the experience, signing up with I'm not sure. I'm not sure I agree with that, oh. man. I think, he had, I think he had to come here and prove himself first before he became a hot ticket. Um, now, after he won 10 games last year, it was shocking that he wasn't a hot ticket as much as uh, – people thought he was but now he is he's a hot ticket now because he's he's done it back to back to back yeah you're right i'll give you that one tom Kleinline, the assistant athletics director has been let go at Ole miss what do you think of that i think he and lane didn't get along <laughs> i mean listen lane, lane's got a lot of power here guys and he deserves it mm-hmm. he deserves it he's earned the power and uh, there's only one reason for the guy leaving, in my opinion, is that he and Lane didn't get a, didn't see eye to eye. Um, and not, that's not saying uh, Lane wants everything his way, but apparently there was something there that didn't jihaw. So bye bye. You're not gonna fire the guy making eight million dollars a year. <laughs> you, you know, you're gonna fire the one making three hundred thousand. Yeah, he wasn't uh, particularly popular in that athletics building, from what I heard. But I'd have been hearing also that Ole Miss was working to bring back Alan Green, formerly the AD at Auburn, former Ole Miss administrative staffer. And this would make sense. There's a spot now. That would make sense. Well, it makes sense if if Keith vets him and realizes, okay, this is a guy that Lane can work with. It doesn't mean give Lane every little whim he wants, <laughs> but it means somebody that can work with him. Um, that's the way it makes sense. And if I'm Keith Carter, I'm going to find the guy that can can work with Lane without just bending over and, and you know, and, and taking it. <laughs> Second Chuck is to finish this thing out. That's perfect. You know, another thing that matters before we get out of here with the urgency of NIL, keeping your own players. It's not just about Lane Kiffin. You need more NIL money to protect yourself to keep Quinshawn Jutkins, for example. That's another thing, too. I think poaching players is a real reality in college football now, and that's a concern for everybody, including Lane Kiffin, 
And if you're wondering, okay, well, I don't want to just give my money because I'm being held hostage by a head coach. No, it's about your players, too, keeping your team intact. And that's a scary proposition, but that's the reality. Oh, hell, retention is huge. Mm -hmm. Retention is huge because we got got pretty fortunate this year, uh, and I'm not taking anything away from these players or these coaches, but we got pretty fortunate these years, this year, that we were – able to take or they were able to take I'm, I'm not going to say we that the coaching staff was able to take this many new faces and mold it as quickly as they did with the benefit of a, of a favorable schedule to be on track to win 10 games you can't do that every year you've got to have some retention and some carryover and some good high school recruiting and, and make sure they're they're happy with their NIL deals it all goes hand in hand, but I, yeah, absolutely retention is huge. Yeah, for anybody what, out what there that gonna... think the Pike Road, Alabama, running back, stud freshman, one of the most productive running backs in the country, that Alabama and Auburn aren't going to try to drop some of their huge war chest on him? With Tank Bigsby leaving Auburn as a senior this year? Come on. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's, it's silly to even think otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely do it for something you love this much. And let me say this. I'm not trying to talk down my nose to people that, you know, oh, you're $21 a month, but, but that's just, it's just how real it is. I mean, um, you know, not trying to be a, a snobby about this thing, but you know, we, we all got to do our part. We've all got to do our part because Ole Miss doesn't have 10 billionaires like, uh, Arkansas. Ole Miss doesn't have a, a Jimmy Rain like Yellowwood over at Auburn that will give half of his net worth to see Auburn win. You know, we have we have some well-heeled people, but we can only ride that horse so long. For us to be competitive with some of these schools that have so many billionaires and 500 millionaire, half billionaires, what are you going to call them, we've got to crowdsource. We have got to group source and, and all join hands and open our pocketbooks. It's, it's just, that's just the bottom line. And there's, that's a hundred percent. He's Chuck Ronsville at spirit Chuck on Twitter. I'm at spirit Ben on Twitter. And we both write for the Ole Miss spirit. OMSpirit.com and food of on three. It's always fun, man. Thanks for doing this. And thanks for putting up with my nonsense. No, buddy. Enjoyed it. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.